You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Glee. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues... It's AfterBuzz TV for Glee. Gleeks. Hello, Gleeks. Hello. Hi, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And of course, we are here on Valentine's Day with our one true love, AfterBuzz TV <laughs> and Glee. And Glee. I am Roxy Stryer, along with Sarah Mendoza, who is now an official veteran. I'm certified now. Certified vet. Glee vet. Glee vet. <laughs> and Paul Arrow helping us out with all the tech stuff that goes right over my head. Um, hello. So, to my Valentine's dates, which is you and you, and you guys who are listening and watching and maybe even calling in if we're very lucky people. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Let's Hope- make this a party. It's going to be a party. Every time I'm saying <laughs> I get on air and I make a fool of myself. I don't know whether people are really laughing at me or with me, but I'm going to pretend it's with me. <laughs> Nobody's laughing at you. You're adorable. I don't know. But this episode <laughs> was called Heart, very fittingly. It had a lot of heart, a lot of love songs. Uh, we opened it up with Will Schuster talking about how this week they're doing the world's greatest love songs. Did they fulfill that goal? Um, There was one song that I always think of when somebody's asked that question, and it would be... Whitney's. The Whitney Houston song, which... Which is just so bizarre, because you right. know they filmed this months ago. Right. And then... And it just happened to air, you know, the the week after. I'm sure they're getting a lot of hits right now. A lot. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, is doing good things for the show, and... It's, it's sweet that this can kind of be a tribute, and we see the episode ends with an actual tribute to her. Right. Uh, saying, we will always love you. Paying homage to her. Right, exactly, uh, which I thought was really great. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's get right into it. Instead of having this down and rude, I can't keep talking about Whitney all week. I'll just keep crying, <laughs> honestly. I know. It was it's so, so sad. sad. And you and- watch all the things before the Grammys, and it's like, ugh. And she was, you know, she was <sighs> getting ready to get her party on and be there and celebrate music, and then exactly. this tragedy so happened. we have to try to live on and celebrate music for her, right. which I have to say, <laughs> this episode... This is a depressing yeah, Valentine's Day this talking about. Exactly. <laughs> and this episode, I've got to say, sometimes I do this, and, you know, viewers get really mad at us when we do this, but I, I just have to say, this wasn't my favorite episode of the season. You know, I have to agree with you. It was very, um, oh, 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 poor you, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. The entire thing. There were some high moments, though, so we'll try to stick to those and and brush off all that sad shit. 
It's Valentine's also, Day. Also, did you feel like it ended abruptly? It did end fairly abruptly, and also I felt like we ended without solution to Artie, who was still sitting by himself, mm-hmm. and, and a, a lot of things were left uh, undiscovered, so hopefully next week we'll pick up where we left off. But let's start by uh, talking about Artie versus Rory and their uh, struggle to get sugar. Sugar. Miss Sugar. So Sugar is introduced to us a bunch of episodes ago, and she is like this annoying little girl who can't sing. And now all of a sudden, she's rich bitch and can buy everything, and Artie and Rory are fighting over her. Right. Do we like her character? Um, you know, she, she adds to the comic relief of the show. True. I She's will give you that. Not my favorite Glee per, um, character. You know, I wouldn't want to be friends with her, whereas I'd love to be friends with, like, Santana and even Kurt, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she, it's just, for her, for me, she's comic relief. Okay, I agree with that for sure. It just seemed out of left field that these two guys all of a sudden both wanted her. Right. And not only do they want her, but they sing, You Should Let Me Love You and Home. It's like two songs. It's not like, oh, I have the pitter-patter butterflies, first crush. It's like, I'm in love with you, be with me. It was forced forced romance. Exactly. Exactly. So first of all, we could talk about uh, Artie's song, You Should Let Me Love You. He had a little soulful voice. Yeah. Yeah, This is one of my favorite songs of the episode. He's got a great voice. I love when Artie sings. Why don't they do give us that more often? Yeah, I think... I, I like him way better than um, what's his name? See, I get Rory. Oh. His voice is much more freaking Rory. Rich. He yeah, pisses me off. <laughs> He's boring. And you know, I'm he bored by him. Almost got eliminated from Glee Club like six times, and every time he got saved for some reason, and I don't know why. Is this on the the Glee project? At the Glee, I didn't mean Glee Club. I meant Glee project. <laughs> Glee Club. No, the Glee project. I'm saying. I'm sorry. It's not that he isn't talented. It's that he's not as talented. Yeah, I mean, he's got a good voice, but he, for me, he just doesn't have that like star factor like the rest of the. He's kids not do. unique enough, right. and other than his accent, and they gave him a storyline. All of his songs to me. I mean, he sings "Home" in this episode, and it's a great song that you sit and listen to in your room, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. I am in this mood, and I'm gonna put on some Michael Bublé, and I'm gonna right. sit here and and." Feel it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Puts you to sleep. <laughs> and I don't have anything else to say. That's it exactly. It's like, and really? That, and another really? thing is, I feel like we already have our underdog character with Artie. Yeah. To throw in another one. That people kind of feel sorry for. It's just too much. And I don't want him to get the girl over Artie. Yeah. And the way he gets the girl is by saying he's getting deported. Which then in the end of the episode we see, is he really? She says... I'm so I'm just gonna be so upset when you leave. And he goes, Leave for where? Yeah. And she says, For Ireland. And he goes, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Was- and then she says, Well maybe my dad can buy Ireland. <sighs> Whatever. But do we think he's actually leaving or was you he know, just trying to get the girl? He's probably just trying to get the girl. And, you know, swoop in there and steal He's doing Artie's swoop. Girl. Yeah, because Artie, like, Artie already had her. She, we see on the screen now, like, she's hopping on his lap after he, he, um, sang to her. And, and that's then, messed up. You can't do the swoop on somebody in your glee club. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, you know? Yeah, There's what the hell? Lo- enough love to go around. Stop stealing other people's, you know? And then Artie didn't have a date, but he was still allowed to go to the party. 
Right. Which we hear he wasn't supposed to be allowed to because sugar makes a no singles allowed because they're depressing. And I got to tell you, sugar, single people are fun, okay? Okay? We're fun. Just and <laughs> we're real people with real feelings. And just because I'm here on Valentine's Day without a date doesn't mean I don't you're, feel you're anything. You're too good for everybody. <laughs> Thanks. I really needed that. Roxy, I, need a, I, need I have a, a question everywhere. to ask you. What is it? Will you be my Valentine? Oh, I will. I will. I will be your Valentine. We'll be together tonight. Okay. And which, Paul, Paul can join us tonight. Do you want too. to be our, our Valentine also? We're, we're in a three-way Valentine. Is that a no? Well, ha- okay, so we can be Valentines. You know we'll who's have a not? Gleesome. You know who's not? Gleesome. Ooh, a gleesome. <laughs> you know who's not going to be our Valentine tonight? Mia. Oh, Mia. Mia's not our Valentine tonight. She actually has her own little plans with her own friends. And she called me today and was like, I'm not coming because I'm hanging out with my friends. And I was like, She might be on a secret I thought we were your friends. What the hell? No, I think she went to some comedy club. So she'll be back here next week because she is like the all time biggest clique. So I can't even believe I would think she she would want to be here. She was probably watching from wherever she was. But you know, she missed my (laughs) Gossip Girl tonight, too. And without her. Co-hosting my shows, I'm like, man down. Seriously, man down. down. I'm like (laughs) swimming afloat. Like, how could you leave me on Valentine's Day like that? I know. Hopefully she's doing something fun now. I'm trying to fill her shoes, her big shoes. (laughs) No, my gosh. Different people need need as many opinions as we can get. Because we all have different opinions here and it's It's important. It's the way of life. You have to share and think about your things, just like we see in this episode when we see the God Squad, which we can talk about later, how important it is to think things through. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about Kurt and his secret admirer. So we see Gorilla Man coming to Kurt throughout this episode, and Gorilla Man is giving Kurt all these letters, and these letters are like... I love you, love your secret admirer. I question you, love your secret admirer. And Kurt, of course, thinks that it's Blaine at home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he's so sweet, he's so sweet. Come to find out, it's David. Right. Karofsky. And we, we both knew while we were watching it that it wasn't going to be her his boyfriend. It wasn't going to be Blaine, but did you think it was going to be Karofsky? No, for some reason, I, like he didn't cross my mind. I was like racking my brain, like, who could it be? Who could it be? Yeah. And I totally forgot about that kiss. I know. Last episode. I know. I don't know. I really don't know. I I was sitting there like, who is this? And then when he comes out, I felt so bad for him. You know? I I understand he was so mean. He was so mean to Kurt. And really tortured him. And then it took him a really long time to come out of the closet. Right. And then when he did, he finally... It's not that I think he actually loves Kurt. So I think it will be okay. But the first guy he comes out and says he likes to, it's probably just because it's the only gay guy he's ever met. Right. You know what I mean? It's and like... Even though I agree with you, and even though this wasn't our favorite episode, what it did have is it had some real themes of love. That's exactly... Like that's very courage. true. It's very you know? true. Oh, I will give this episode credit because even though I thought that some of the songs could have been better chosen and some of the choreography could have been more upbeat, whatever it is, the storyline was very interesting and very Valentine's Day fitting. Right, because it was actually real. It wasn't just, you know, frou-frou, fluffy, all happy love. There was real themes like, you know, courage and love. Real issues. David coming out to Kurt. um, You know, Rachel and Finn. Religion. Right. Religion, how that plays a role. Young marriage. Exactly. So we had some really big things in here. but So you didn't feel bad for David? No, I was actually proud. 
that he was true to himself in this episode. It took him this whole time. He never came out to anyone, and then Kurt helped him get, you know, discover that courage. But then, what about Nick now knowing who is this Nick kid? Kid from his school? Oh, well, you know, I, I'm assuming they are at breadsticks or somewhere, right? And then Nick overhears or sees the conversation, right? And that's that's what's so hard is, you know, you're always going to have people judging you from the outside right and it's just sometimes you have to learn the hard way like kurt has had to deal with throughout the seasons you know that you just have to be true to yourself and love yourself it's very true but it can be really hard especially when you're used to being the bully and suppressing these emotions and Mm -hmm. i just feel bad and and it's one thing to out yourself it's another thing to be outed and it's not fair that now nick knows and i'm sure we can talk about this in predictions but yeah Nick's a stupid, dumb jock. And then, but then there's also, now you think about karma, because it's true. he was such a D-bag, you know, to Kurt, all those other episodes, and now karma, he's getting his taste. Karma can bite you in the ass even after you've changed, you know? Right. Just because you've come full circle doesn't mean your past isn't going to come back and haunt you. You still have to live through all the decisions you've ever made, right. which I'm sure we'll be seeing in weeks to come. So... I guess so. But I do believe that you can always correct your karma for the future. So maybe this is going to be a turning point for David. Yeah, Where he decides to treat people better, have a little bit more empathy, and, you know, learn what it's really like to love yourself and love others. Uh, I agree. I very much so agree. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the God Squad, which I think is hysterical (laughs) because, honestly, today I'm ready for my After Buzz exclusive. I deactivated from my sorority today. I'm so stoked about it. I'm so glad to have them gone and out of my life. It's not even funny. Is it because you were just getting too busy? Or? <laughs> no, they just suck. <laughs> no, no. They were, I hope they're not listening. They were, great for, they were great for the time being. And honestly, one of our other co-hosts here, Sarah Stratton, who's actually in New Zealand right now abroad, she is from my sorority, was in my sorority. She's great. They made me a lot of my friends. But they keep finding me for these things. And I, I'll, I'll be at After Buzz and I'll miss some party. And then they make me pay for the party i miss and i'm like not cool what why am i paying to not go to a party right it doesn't make sense to me so anyway it was just tying me down and i'm I'm just over it in my life but (laughs) that wasn't the point the point is in my sorority we have the god squad and they sit down and every single night they sit and they read the bible to each other and they talk about issues like this and i never heard the term before and then tonight they had the god squad and i was like they stole that from us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. and, I'm, and I'm not part of it, but it was very interesting to me because I am uh, I'm an atheist. I'm not very religious. Uh, I'm Jewish by birth, but I, I don't – or uh, even to say I'm agnostic. Who, who the hell knows? But it's interesting to me when religion comes in play on TV shows because you hear the writer speaking. And then the characters, of course, have opinions on the words, and then there are issues, and there, you know, and everything yeah. is a topic and a hot button issue. And I really appreciate how they handled it this episode, and didn't take a stance a hundred percent for and a hundred percent against. They actually debated it. You know what I mean? Right. They simply presented it as an issue, right. as a a factor in relationship. It wasn't them saying. Ye- you know what? Screw religion. They never said anything about two girls. We're doing this song. And it wasn't them saying, that is messed up. Those girls should not be together. It was them saying, let's think about this. 
and they took their time, and they made a decision. And it was a decision I happen to agree with, which is lo- love is love, man, which is right. which is what our new character says. You know, and we'll, we can talk about Joe later, but <laughs> love is love, you know? Which, which I agree with. I'm such a hippie at heart. Exactly. That Peace I'm- and love, baby. <laughs> Peace and love. It's Valentine's Day. Love is love. Which is so... <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. But Such a heartwarming. It's so funny woman. because I feel like I wake up to the God Squad every morning. My parents, my family, super devout Christians. Yeah. And they're very by the book. And um, they're, they're on the other side of it, you know, where they believe, you know, marriage and relationships between, be between man and woman. So I, I've, um, and I was raised on that, but then later on in my life, um, I I decided for myself, you know, my own view on relationships and how it should be. How how do you how do you go about being raised one way and then changing your you know, is it a hard mm-hmm. decision then or is it harder to change your values or you know what I mean? Well, growing up I always respected it. You know, I respected um what my parents taught me and what the church had taught me. Um, right. but after I moved away, I moved to Hawaii and I lived on my own for like six years. Mm. During that time I was able to, you know, explore things. I, I went to Christian church. I went to Buddhist church and I really found, you know, what works best for me. And I think it's really important. There's a couple of things you said that are really important. Number one, forming your own opinion. But number two, respecting where you came from and yeah. having that help you, you know, because mm-hmm. you've got to know all sides. And I think that's what this episode was about. Not just figuring out one side and where and having an opinion based on what your parents says, but weighing the options, you know, and right. not just reading one book and having that tell you what to do, but not completely ignoring that because it's there. So right. I think that they handled that really well here, and I enjoyed the God Squad's presence. Uh, we saw that they did a couple of songs. Um, one of them was for Rachel from... Um, what is it? A te- Finn. I was like, what the hell's his name? Jesus. <laughs> and they did Stereo Love, mm-hmm. which is a Jim Classier song featuring Adam Levine. And by the way, we have some interesting news and gossip about Adam Levine a little later, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. <laughs> um, and they sounded great. And Sam and Joe, Mercedes and Quinn, they all sounded great. It was a cute little song outside, and they were bopping around in the cafeteria. And you go, God Squad, killing it. Right. They, I mean, they did a good job. But, and then they perform later again. And right. You know what I miss though? I miss the mashups in this episode. Totally. Yeah. It, it, Even gotten, as we're talking about this, I feel like we need to do like jumping jacks or something. We're sitting here and like we're both like in our chairs. Yeah. Like, this episode. It, it wasn't even a bad episode. It was just a very like melancholy. Mm, yeah. And it, I, I felt like such an introvert. No, I'm not trying to yawn. I'm trying to. I, I felt very like it wasn't one of those where I was. Okay, okay. It was one of those when I was singing along and being like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a little like if I was smoking a joint on my couch like, or like something. Like I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro, I've been there. Very hippie-like. Uh, but so, what the hell am I even freaking talking about at this point? But we can, we can move on to talk about this, a big storyline of this episode, which is Rachel and Finn. And then coming out saying they're getting married and their families and how they're dealing with this. So what do we think about when they came out to the Glee Club saying, we're engaged and we're getting married? 
Well, you know, everybody already kind of knew, so it wasn't like a big surprise factor. That's sort of true, but people take stands for and against. Right. Uh, so we see that the people that don't aren't in support are Kurt. And Quinn. And Quinn. And also Santana later is like, I'm totally in support. If you want to go ahead and ruin your life. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know with Santana. She's Santana. Just, exactly. Uh, but then Tina and Artie are like, more power to you. I'll be a bridesmaid. I'm in support. Right. Are you in support of this marriage? If their wedding is in May, what is your thought? Honestly, no. No. I, I'm Because I myself would never make that or take that road right being that young knowing that i have my whole future i need to figure out like for me it'd be like you know let's get our careers in place first let's go to college yeah and then if we are strong enough to stick it through that um time then maybe we will get married in the future but now you know why now why, why that what is what do you think their logic behind rushing into it is i think there it's Puppy young love, love, young love. Like, they're just, you know, swept up in the moment. But they are so cute. They are so cute. But weren't you so cute with your high school boyfriend? Or No, we were abusive <laughs> as far. We were, like, always, like, tonight in the episode, we see that they are angry and throw a hairbrush, and then they make up. Me and my high school sweetheart, and by the way, still to this day when I see him, like, we are still... <laughs> on like together terms he's a great guy but we have the least healthy relationship in the entire world it's like you can't you can't just marry somebody because you have puppy love and we actually see tonight they know how to handle things somewhat maturely i mean immature saying that the guy can't use the freaking toilet you're using right. but mature saying we got in a fight and we made up mm -hmm. you know and they're trying to work through it and, and not and stick right. to their guns. But again, I agree with you. But like the so far, the problems that they've had to face as a couple have been so you know minute to what they are going to be facing if they do get married. Like she Very was freaking true. out over her him you know taking a dump in her same bathroom. Like, they have so many things that, that they haven't so discovered. I know. <laughs> but you know, that's very Rachel Berry-esque. Like, oh, yeah. Very, it, it's OCD. like, but we also saw that with Emma, you know? Right. She freaked out about Will doing anything. Oh, and where was Emma and Will this episode? What I want to know more than anything <laughs> is where the hell is Puck? We see him for, like, a second at a time. He hasn't done a song in forever. Like, mm -hmm. give me Puck. Give me Puck. I wonder what's going on, why he's not Give me some really... sort of love story. What the f yeah, who's his new squeeze? Give me puck. What the fuck? Give me puck. It's my new chant. Like, without. <laughs> you know they tell me I'm not supposed to swear on these shows? You know what I say to that? Stick it to the man. <laughs> no, I try not to, but oh, honestly. Oh, me, Roxy. It happens sometimes. It happens. One day when I You I'm, tell it like it is. You yeah. tell it like it is. No, but I love puck, and we're not seeing any of him. I love puck, too. I wonder who's his, who's new, his new bow is going to be. Because he's always traveling from woman to woman. Oh, my God. And you know that what I playa. Can... Sort of like Paul over there. He's a player, too. <laughs> Such a player. Such yeah, but a player. what did we think of Rachel's dads? They are so adorable. They're adorable. Yeah. And wh what about this whole scheme? How's this going to play out? Oh, gosh. So typical. You know, I mean, they... So what they did is... Wait, they... are Finn's parents in on the scheme, too? No. I really I think, think... they are. I really, think they are. I think Finn's parents are just um a finicky like 
finicky, oblivious couple. They're just like, oh, what is going on with our son? We don't know what to do. I think they all planned this whole thing. And and Finn's parents were like, oh, we're going out. And then Rachel's parents Mm -hmm. were like, we're staying downstairs. Yeah, you might be right. And they are planning this whole thing. But it might backfire. Well, um, it's sort of backfired. So far has. Yeah. Because now they're saying – so their goal – um, was to make them postpone the wedding by sticking them in a situation and, you know, making them feel like they're unprepared. When they did that, at first it seemed like maybe they were winning, but in the end they're like, you know what? This made us decide that we just want to jump right in and get married in May. So it, they and you failed. Know I think that's my problem with it. I don't have a problem with them being engaged. Stay engaged for three freaking years. Yeah. Stay, you know, do mm-hmm. it. Be engaged. Be on that level of commitment. You're going to get married in May. And right. this is Valentine's Day. You're going to pull this together in a couple months. It's not realistic. They're not being mature about the situation. Right. So, you know what? I realize we haven't talked about yet, though. Hmm. Talking about relationships that kind of crush me a little bit. Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Mercedes and Sam and Shane. Mm-hmm. She and, broke their heart. And this is the all-time Whitney song. Mm-hmm. I Will Always Love You. <sighs> Well, it's just that that part of the episode was just, just like a breather. I'm like, <laughs> sitting here, like, oh god. It was just such an emotional part of the episode. Not only because, yeah, she's breaking these guys' hearts, but also just the emotional attachment of that song, especially you know. And she feels so guilty because news. she cheated on Shane, right? And she tells him, but she loves Sam, but can't be with him because she—it's a reminder. But I will say, even Paul enjoyed this song, and you were like, she killed it. I mean, Amber it. Riley goes above and beyond. She's great. She She's an, killed it, definitely. Yeah, she sounds great. And mm-hmm. anything, as we were talking about before, that does Whitney, gives Whitney a tribute this week, this month, this year, mm-hmm. this next hundred years, whatever, is awesome. And she really did a great job. Um, but with the guys, she's kind of blowing it. Like, just be with Sam. You already cheated on Shane. Come on. Come on, you already cheated on him. He's in the past. He was him. <laughs> you disagree. But well, you know, so she decides that she's just gonna, you know, sort of date herself, be with herself. After and there's something to be said about that. Okay, yeah. blah blah blah. You have to be independent. You need to learn about yourself. Right. Yeah. Okay. And coming from a single girl, I get that. But be with him. Right, but here's. But the- let's be real. Yeah. We want her to be Sam. Well, I want to. I want her to be with Sam, but. My fear is, like, if she's cheated on Shane with Sam, then, you know, what's to stop her from, her from doing it again? And then is she going to break Sam's heart? Nobody wants to break Sam's it's heart. It's very true. <laughs> and, you know, I always laugh at these girls who hook up with guys with girlfriends. And then the guy leaves the girlfriend for them. And then the guy cheats on them. And they're, like, shocked. Right. And it's like... You should have known. <laughs> What? Like, you, you didn't see that one coming at all? Like, really? Right. And I don't think that that would happen here. I don't think Mercedes is a cheater. I think it happened. Um, but I guess you never know. And the, I just want them to be together. It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, this was more of a heartbreaker. Yeah. The only what the hell? The, This episode was full of heartbreaks. The only real... They should do that. They should sing Mariah Carey. Heartbreaker, you got the best. I, I didn't even I know what song you were right? thinking, uh, My voice thinking is good, of. Right? So good. Uh, it's like really <laughs> ear piercing. I had a teacher tell me this week that I had a voice like death. 
She was just talking about my talking voice, Like too. sexy death. <laughs> I would have preferred that. She was like, she was asking me to read for Juliet and Romeo and Juliet. And she was like, you're incredible. Your voice sounds exactly like death. Like, mm, that's the most backhanded compliment I've ever got. How rude. But, yeah. Okay, so we pretty much have gone through the entire episode. Other than the one thing that we're missing is talking about our new Glee Project character, which we're not going to talk about now. We're going to talk about after we go to commercial. We can talk about that. We'll come back with some awesome news and gossip. We'll get the predictions, and then we'll say happy Valentine's Day and let you guys go do your Valentine's Day things. So let's cut to Without commercial. Without us. While we're Without here. us. Alone. Being sad. Not alone. Together. Together. And sad. commercial now <laughs> before we cry. <laughs> after Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Okay, so this is the exact reason we freaking need Billy. And I don't think Billy's coming back to us. I, I don't think he is, but we need him because he is like the gleekiest and he watched all of the glee projects. Uh, I mean, all the episodes of the season and I didn't, but what I do know is that this new dreads guy, his name is Samuel Larson. He was one of the finalists for the Glee Project, and they ended up, instead of picking one person, they picked four to be on this. We know that Rory's one of them, etc. So we should be seeing them all throughout the season. And his character's name is Joseph Hart. And I'm going to give you the floor to tell me, what do we think about him? Do we like his character? Does he seem different? What do we think about his voice um, and his two songs tonight, etc.? He um he is different. He's given me it's not just because of the dreads, but he's given me like the chill Rasta vibe. You know, he's a different flavor. Peace and love, baby. Yeah, different flavor to the show. He's got a great voice. Um, not you know, good looking guy. His hair is crazy. He stands out from the rest. I'm so into the hair. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that I like not even secretly? I really want dreads, like really bad. But everybody's like, that's so dirty. But I really want them. No, I mean, tons of people, especially, like, I lived in Hawaii, like, a lot of people had crazy dreads and, like, braids. probably not good, because <laughs> for, like, Paul. auditioning he, and things. Paul had um, dreads before. We should ask him. After Buzz exclusive over here, what <laughs> are dreads like? Were you filthy pig in them, or are they clean as they smell, dove soap? What do they smell like? <laughs> if you are a dirty person before you get dreads, you're probably a dirty person while you have fair enough fair enough well i really want them maybe i'll get a wig 
Oh, try it out. Let's Halloween try it out. this year. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook it up with the dreads. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm into him. I thought he had a really cool vibe. And as, as I was saying, love is love, man. And that was his ep- uh, line of the episode. And I'm like, I feel that. I'm into you. Uh, so we see him sing um, those two songs. The last one is Cherish. Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. Old school. That's a, taking it back old school. And he just kind of was back up singing in that. And I thought it was good. It was good. We don't know much of his voice yet. I don't I know much know about him. I want to know his backstory. I'm excited to find out what the characters. Right. I I am curious about that too. But I'm going to go home this week and do research on Samuel Larson and figure out what's this kid's yeah, deal. Yeah, where where did he come from? He's he's kind of hot. Kind of. I'm kind of into I, the vibe. I'm liking the eyes. They're like yeah. crazy hazel. It's not a look you see on TV very often. So kind of into it. I mean, and basically. That's him. That's all we know of him this episode. He moved here and he is a god freak. Is loves God, <laughs> loves god. but loves humans and love and his guitar. Seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll give him a love story. He's accepting. Who who's available for him right now? Quinn. Quinn. That would be a weird ass couple. That would be. Who else? What other girls are? Nobody. I don't think anybody else is single. That's a woman. Sugar. Sugar. Unless she's still with Rory. So we can figure that out. She wants to go for the underdogs, though. She's like, I feel more sorry for you. I'm going to be with you. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) So weird. Like, who are you? Um, But yeah, so we'll see what what he ends up doing. But for now, we like him. Like him more than Rory, that's for sure. Way more. Sorry. For me, Rory's forgettable. Exactly. He's a blah. And this guy stands out. I agree. So that's him. Let's talk about some... News and gossip, because we got some shit news for you this week. Gossip. Okay, here we go. Give it to me. After TV news. So Jane Lynch has just signed on to the therapy-centered comedy ACOD. Already signed on are Adam Scott as leading male and Richard Jenkins as his father. With a script from The Daily Show writer Ben Carlin and Six Degrees creator Stu Zitcherman, ACOD, which stands for Adult Children of Divorce, centers on a grown man, Scott, who's shocked to discover he was subject for a psychological study that focused on the children of divorced couples. Now it's time for a follow-up study, and the results prove hilariously rattling to his fractured family unit. Within this wacky setup, Lynch will play a washed-up therapist who is seeking a second shot at fame by exploiting Scott's divorce-centered trauma. (laughs) Sounds like every other role she has ever been cast in. Right. But that's okay. She kills it. She's just extremely typecast. Will we watch it? Yeah. Will we probably cover it here? Yeah. Yeah. Will I probably be some sort of host on that show? Yeah. Do I know how to say no? No. No. Yes. No. (laughs) Yeah. No. So we we can look forward to that. We'll give you more news as that uh, more rapidly approaches. So moving on to Leah Michelle, who's gearing up for... Another Spring Awakening, question mark? Rumors are that she could be reprising her role as the hit Broadway musical in the upcoming movie adaptation. Mm. Quote, we're talking to Leah Michelle because she made the role of Wendla famous and we'll see it as it pan- if it pans out and works with the timing of her schedule on Glee. And quote, the flick's director Mick G said last night about the Hollywood premiere of his new romantic action flick, This Means War. He continued on to say, quote, I love Leah. We talked about we talked about it when I first got turned on to the show. She was so into it that her voice, 
Sorry that I read like a five-year-old. She was into it, so it's her voice that echoes in my heart. I really think she's wonderful, and we'll see what where it takes us. It's very similar to the stage production. Probably going to shoot in Eastern Europe, and it's a very true adaptation of what it's like with a little Boz Lerman thrown in. I would love to see that. I hope it does work out so that she can... You know, this like quote kind of echoed my life this week because I saw Spring Awakening at... They did a school production at USC this week, and I saw it actually for my first time, and I also watched Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet this week. So, like, is... Is he stalking me and just making me want to see this more? Probably. He's totally Twitter stalking you. Are you guys going to forgive me that I'm somewhat illiterate? Is it a problem? Is it making news and gossip unbearable to listen to? There's still an interesting piece just of news and gossip. Just because it's Valentine's so. Day will forgive you. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. I'll, tr- I'll try to have more of a newscaster voice. No. So more information on Leah Michelle. She's graduating from the Fox Teen Show Glee to inspiring a new set of young stars on the reality series The Glee Project. TNTelevision.com recently reported that Michelle will make a guest appearance on the upcoming season premiere of TGP, which will mark its second season that was an awesome read thank you thank you <laughs> uh so that's good i mean good for her that she's spreading the wealth and spring awakening was good i i have yet to spring awakening it. was amazing she was in the broadway role she was wendela and now hopefully we'll be in this movie which i would love to see um the fact that they're actually thinking about filming in eastern europe is great because uh, that's where it takes place and authenticity is very important but as i told you before we have news and gossip about Adam Levine, who, in case you guys didn't know, is the singer of Maroon 5, and he's launching his own label. It's called 222 Records. I don't know if that's 222 or 222 Records. And the newly formed entity already has its first signee, Matthew Morrison. Morrison plays teacher Will Schuster on Glee, and Morrison's new album will be released in the spring via 222. Quote, Starting my own label has been a long-time goal of mine, and I am thrilled to be at the point in my career where it's finally happening, end quote. Levine said in a statement, he ended up also saying, I am excited for everyone to hear Matthew's forthcoming album. Great things are in store for him with this release. And then Morrison commented, saying, Adam and I share the same vision as we begin working on my record together. I wonder how they met, if it was from... Glee. From being famous. <laughs> Who freaking knows? But From being awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I I don't follow uh, Matthew Morrison as an artist, really, individually um, that much. So I've never even heard his original song. I think I have, as I'm sitting here checking my iTunes. But I'm very excited. I mean, maybe I haven't. I'm very excited to hear this new release, whatever he's doing, and... We will be listening for that. Yes, we will. And good luck to Adam Levine for his, his new record YouTube label. YouTube and label. he's doing a lot of things between this and the voice and his record label. And hopefully Maroon he's not, 5. I love Maroon yeah, 5. Yeah, Maroon 5. And hopefully he's not spreading himself too thin. And he even had a song tonight, uh, Stereo Love. Maybe he's Superman. He, I, it seems like it. But <laughs> that is your news and gossip for the week of February 14th, Valentine's Day. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah for that news and gossip. (laughs) I'm going to go home and practice reading. You know when you go to like Barnes and Nobles and it's like reading for a second grader. (laughs) Like dog, cat. What is that one program for kids that... Hooked on Phonics. Phonics. (laughs) I was going to say Fantastics, but that's not it. Hooked on Phonics. Can we move on predictions? Jesus. That make me stop talking now. (laughs) 
So, I've got to say, we got cut off on scenes from next week. We yeah. don't know what's happening, so we're going to have to break this down ourselves. Let's talk about um, what's Sugar's deal. Is she going to stay with Rory? I think Rory's... I was hoping Rory would bounce. Can he be gone? Can, yeah. <laughs> like, Ireland, take him I was back. Like, yes, he's leaving. Ireland is his home. I won't mind. We won't miss him. Maybe he can come and guest star in a few weeks. I think Artie months, should years. confront Rory in the next episode. Me too. Be like, Artie should get the girl. You go, Artie. Yeah. I love him. Back. Uh, okay, are we going to see any more of David Karofsky? I think, yeah, we're going to see more. Um, more of him now that he's come out, he's probably going to become, you know, Kurt's buddy. Okay, and maybe we'll find him some love interest? Maybe. Ooh, 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 scandalous. Ow, ow. I think that means Paul's interested. Uh, is God... <laughs> is God Squad breaking up? Are we going to see them more? Do we want to see them more? That came and out of nowhere, this episode. I liked it, it did, but, it but I, I really like this new guy, so hopefully yeah. they... Stay Induct joined. him into the Glee Club. Definitely. Maybe. Oh, and him on the guitar. He's sexy. I'm into it. <laughs> Before he gets too famous, I gotta go step in and be like, you ask him to be your other Valentine." Besides. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's listening. Wishful thinking. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's cute. God Squad. I'm into it. You guys are fun. As long as you guys are bringing political discussions and religious discussions to the show, keeps it interesting. Just try to give us a little more upbeat songs next time. Mm-hmm. And give us more mashups, please. More mashups. Love the mashups. That's what we want. Rachel and Finn, they're going to end up together. They're going to end up apart. They're going to end up together, not married. They're going to end up engaged for a while. What's the deal? I think... Uh... Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Yep, and <laughs> that's what I think, too. I can't figure it out. Yeah, I can't. We're going to have to wait and see. They'll be together. I just don't know if they're going to get married soon. I don't know. Are we going to see more of Rachel's dads? I hope so. I like them. What about Sue? Where is she this semester? And will Puck come back? And will Sue have a love interest? And will Sue have a child? Isn't she trying? She's trying to have a kid. steal someone's sperm. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got all this stuff. Episode, We're going to have to wait until... sperm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so those are, those are our predictions for... Next week, we will see. Um, let's take it out by saying Twitter handles. Twitter handle, at Sarah Mendoza. That's S-A-R-A-H-M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. I am at Roxy Stryer. You can tweet at us. Let us know what you were thinking about this episode. Um, we always respond. We love hearing what you have to say. Call in if you want. Or just tweet and say, Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Like, I was listening yeah. to you. I was there. We, we'd be my Valentine. I'll be like, yes. We need some Twitter company. Send me a box of chocolates, you know. Uh, I, I really like Aren't vodka, uh, whiskey, chocolate, Valentine's Day cards. A tweet will do. <laughs> and that is it for this week. Stay tuned, Gleeks. We will see you here next time. Thank you for joining us. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.